Welcome, everybody. It's what we do every Friday here on 710 ESPN Seattle. Time to get in the cage. It's brought to you by the Emerald Queen Casino. And if you're an MMA fan and a comedy fan, then you, I don't even need to introduce this guy. He's he's known around the world. He's known within the MMA community and the comedy world. One of the best out there, comedian Adam Hunter is with us. Adam, how are you, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, just uh, watching my baby, uh, trying to do an interview while watching a two-year-old, uh, <laughs> but it's going good. <laughs> well, we'll uh, see so We'll, we'll if see you, if it goes good. Yeah, of course. Of course. It's good. <laughs> I mean, it just, because uh, of this pandemic, I spent a lot of time with my kid. I'm learning things about her I never knew before, like uh, her name <laughs> and uh, things like that. She's, she's very demanding, though. She wants things in the morning that are very unreasonable, like uh, breakfast. <laughs> and uh stuff like that but i'm doing my best that's I'm doing my best. It's just that she wants to hear the same song over and over and it's like how many times could we hear wop you know <laughs> but it's all good it's all oh good. perfect perfect well uh she's gonna walk out of that a different girl man when this is all done she's oh. gonna she's gonna have well, a different i mean in the same cartoon uh, i'm like what peppa pig i was a vegan before peppa pig <laughs> now i'm just like you know what let's Let's get rid of them. Hey, what, so. what what's this been like for you on lockdown? I mean, I've got a lot of friends. We've got mutual friends, my buddy Craig Gass and, and Adam Ray and, uh, you know, different comedians finding different ways to get things done. And I know you just did a special on UFC Fight Pass that's that everybody loves. Um, but outside, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But just in terms of what you've been doing in the meantime, are you are you just kind of cherry picking spots around the country that, that are open or more open? Or are you not doing anything? What do you what are you doing right now as a stand up comedian? Yeah, I mean it's hard. A lot of Zoom shows, which are which are hard. You know, like I did one that went so bad the audience muted the comic. Um, but and then uh, I did a show in, a, in like a parking lot, like in a where the the crowd was cars, and if you did well, they honked. Oh. Um, and if they didn't like the joke, they would bright you. Uh, it's a very very ideal time. Uh, for, but I'm just I'm just doing what, what comes my way. I, you know, I got doing shows. A lot of shows in Arizona and Florida. Uh, places that are still open. Um, I'm doing like secret underground shows, uh, which is always fun to, you know, to like risk getting arrested for a joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, but uh, yeah, I mean, they, like Gavin Newsom said, he, he would, if there's a people, eight people or more in their house, he'd come and shut down your, your water. And I'm like, what better way to stop the spread of a virus to make it so you can't wash your hands? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's insane. Uh, I'm just doing what I can. I, I mean, the time with my family has been, been the best because, like, I, you know, I was doing the road all the time, and I'm, my daughter's two years old, so I, I would never get this kind of time back. Yeah. So. yeah. You know what, what I, I still find fascinating, and, you, and you're a great follow on Twitter for MMA fans or just comedy fans. You can find them at MMA Roasted. Um, is that you? I mean, this is what you do. You 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 make a career often of of taking shots at MMA fighters. You're friends with all of these guys. They know your sense of humor, but I, I still marvel at the people that will jump into your comments and really take offense to it on behalf of the fighters, as if you're just out there being it's, it's mean. Unbelievable. I mean, <laughs> it's hilarious. It's, it's, yeah, I, I mean, literally, like like Nick Newell, who has like one arm, you know. And I, I I've asked him, hey man, it's cool to make jokes. Like, yeah, absolutely, go ahead, blah blah blah. So I made a joke where I said, you know, if Jake Paul beats Ben Asker and he wants Nick Newell next, because he'll go from a guy with no hands to one hand, right? <laughs> yeah. And then one of Nick Newell's training partner was like, yo, he should kick your ass for that. 
<laughs> so I had to like DM the guy and I'm like, hey, just so you know, me and Nick Newell are friends. He's done my podcast like 50 times. He said it was cool. I wouldn't make a joke about it if he didn't was, if he was uncomfortable. The guy goes, well, can I do your podcast too? <laughs> and now this guy's booked on my podcast. Because I felt, uh, I don't even know if this guy's even a fighter. Uh, like, he's literally on my show next week. That's awesome. Uh, or like Angela Magana is another one who like, uh, you know, I she's always like, go make fun of me. Go ahead, please. Don't stop. And then I'll make a joke about her. And then everyone's like, what are you going to make fun of Magana for? And then she's literally DMing me like, please don't stop. So now I'm getting like, the, the fighter <laughs> is telling me not to. But the audience guy is getting mad. It's yeah. like, I'm like, what kind of weird, twisted world is this right now? Well, you know? it, well, what's funny, though, is that you're not, it's not like it's, you're brand new to it and, and people are just learning. I mean, you've got 80,000 followers on Twitter. You, you've been doing this for a long time. All of the, you got pictures with you, with all of the fighters and, yeah. and they know you, but yet I, I just, it just, I don't know why I find that so funny, but I'll read oh, through the comments. No, and just, one guy was like. One guy was like, hey, you know, just so you know, Magana, you know, you shouldn't make those kind of jokes because, you know, there are kids looking up to you. I'm like, if there are kids looking up to M.A. Roasted for how to behave, like, like, I'm not the guy. Like, this is not like, you know, this isn't one, two, three learning mouse. You know, I mean, yeah. the kids are, are going to an MMA roasting page to, to know how to behave. Like, that's, good, that's good parenting. <laughs> like what? Oh, hey, are, are there? And I, I'm sure I asked you this before in one of our conversations. But have you had any fighters that have have gotten mad that have taken offense to anything you've said? Yeah, I've had. A, I mean, John Jones blocked me on like every medium, like things that I don't even know he was following me on. Oh, really? You know, like, or he even knew it? Like he blocked me on like I mean, I was like out on Farmers Only and he was, like, blocked by John Jones. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> I'm sure he. Well, I'm sure he's not a fan. But um, and then, but really, no. I mean, the guy. Well, a couple guys like me and Forrest Griffin are like really good friends. We actually did a show yesterday, last week together. We did UFC watch party where we watched the fight together and commented. And I'm still blocked by him on one of my accounts. Really? And he's been to like a hundred shows. Yeah, he says he doesn't know how to unblock me. Oh. <laughs> uh, so. Now, now, did you and John ever? Were you guys ever friendly? Did you have a relationship, or was that one you were just? I I met him. I met him once, and he was really, really nice. It was like before he was famous. He was. He couldn't have been nicer. And you know, it was just one of those things where it's like, you know, I, I don't try to take shots at people if they like lose a fight or if they like, you know, come up short or if they. It's you know, it's like that's not what I do. You know, like I, I never retweet a meme if somebody's knocked out. But it was just like the things he was like, you know, like the picogram incidents or hiding underneath the octagon yeah. or, you know, I mean, running, fleeing the scene of an accident. It was things like that where it was like, come on, man, like, like, how am I not going to make a joke about this situation? <laughs> you know, like, so that's sort of, you know, it, it wasn't like, or it wasn't like I was making fun of him, you know, on any kind of a personal level. It was just things that he was that it was a national news. Yeah. Now, which which so, fighter uh, which fighter do you feel like just naturally gives you the most material? I see Ben Askren is a guy that I know you've got a relationship, but he provides material. You talk about his stand up or lack thereof, and uh, who, who, which fighter yeah. out there do you look at and go, man, that is just low hanging fruit? Uh, Tito Ortiz is up there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, the fact that like That's the fact right. that he ran for mayor one, and now they're trying to get him to not be the mayor. I mean, the fact that he'll go to He'll go to a, a press conference without wearing a mask during a pandemic. 
or he, or like a food drive that he puts on. He gets kicked out of his own food drive <laughs> for not wearing a mask. You know, so it's like, I mean, that's just like, come on. So there, there's there's like there's like those type of things, you know. Um, but who else is is up there? I mean, really, I mean, yeah, really. Tito is probably the guy that you could just be like, oh my god. Um, <laughs> He's just giving you uh, material every day. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like you know, Kelvin Gaslam when he kept missing weight, right? Uh, Johnny Hendricks when he kept missing weight. It was like you know these guys who just it was just like there's a lot of like weight missing jokes there, and they just kept doing it. I mean, I literally made a video with Hendricks saying I can't make the weight when I fight you because I'm hungry. He starred in the video <laughs> and then missed the weight the next time. Jeez. Oh, so. Uh. <laughs> you, you know what was funny is I, I was listening and I'm curious if you see this a lot or have noticed it a lot I listened to one of your older podcasts and you had Colby Covington on and this is before he became the character that he is and he was so quiet yeah. and, and polite and understated and you know he was laughing at your jokes and he just he almost seemed nervous to be on there I mean he was just there was like yeah. an innocence to him or something and he was really likable and then you fast forward to to this character that he is now, and I know it's you know the wrestling heel to a certain extent. Although I personally don't find him as funny as I, I, Connor and Chael are clever. Connor and Chael have a sense of humor about what they do, and they, they, you, you just smile. With Colby, it feels like yeah. Let me just try to offend. Let me see how offensive I can be. And I'm curious that transformation. I'm sure you're friends with him and you know him, but when you see that, uh, you talk to a guy in the beginning who is one way, and now he's just a complete 180 and he's oh, this character. What What do you think of that? Yeah. I mean, I literally told Colby, I'm like, dude, you got to do something to make some noise, man. Like you're a great fighter, but no one no- talking about you. Now I'm like, dude, you got to shut up. <laughs> you got to like literally, like, bro, you're going you're gonna to get in big trouble. I mean, I've, I've told him like to put, to, I've literally called him and be like, yo man, are you sure this is a good idea with this like last tweet you put, you know? <laughs> um, because I don't want you to get kicked. He's like, oh, you know, um, yeah. I mean, Problem sometimes I think that is like these guys they they make characters for themselves and then they become the character. But I do think with Colby, I think he is a nice guy. People that I've known that I've hung out with him, uh, they 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 become fans instantly after hanging out with him. You know, um, but I know that there's a certain part where it's not a character because, like Ben Askren was telling me when he was coaching wrestling at ASU, he was an assistant coach for a little bit. And his guy was wrestling Oregon State, which is where Kobe wrestled for. And Kobe was beating Askren's kid and then started mouthing off to Ben Askren, as who was the coach at the time, going like, you don't want none of this. So if a guy's like, I've never heard of a wrestler trying to wrestle the coach of yeah. the team <laughs> at, like, during, a, during a match. So, and then I know Chris Pendleton, who is a two-time national champion, who beat Colby Covington. I know he beat Askren twice, actually. Askren's freshman sophomore year in the NCAA finals. And he told me that they gave Colby, they brought Colby in for a, as a recruiting trip over at OSU. And they gave him a, basically were giving him a scholarship. And then after the trip, they took it away. So they literally like, like he, he like lost the scholarship based on his behavior during the recruiting trip. Jeez. And I don't know if you know what, like, because I've been recruited to like a D1 school, they they bring they take you to parties, they get you girls, they like they like make it seem like you're the coolest guy ever. Is that way you'll you'll like go to the school. So for him to lose a scholarship during that trip meant that like he was 
<laughs> like, like did not get well, get out, did not get along with all others. You don't just pull a scholarship for somebody. Yeah, so, yeah, that, that says a lot. Adam Adam Hunter is our guest here on Seven Ten ESPN Seattle. Again, you can follow him on Twitter at MMA Roasted or at Adam Comedian. And, and by the way, why why do you have two Twitter pages? Well, because when I was doing Adam Comedian, it was just like my life. And then when I got the job with the UFC. And I started doing those MMA roasted videos. Like I had, I had all those extra jokes that I was just because I'd write like a hundred jokes and use like six for those videos. And so I had like you know, you know, ninety four jokes that were just not. So I started putting them on my my page. But people that had no idea what MMA is or don't follow it, they're like, what what is this? So I was just annoying them and like losing followers by it. So I was like, you know, I need a page just for MMA fans. I got you. And then that like totally eclipsed my regular page. Yeah. All right. Well, people have two options at at Adam Comedian or at MMA Roasted, depending on your preference, what you want to hear or what you want to read. Uh, before yes. I before I let you go, I want to hit you with two. Oh, quick... and also TikTok. If you're on TikTok, I just joined. Uh, are you on TikTok? No, no, I'm not, man. I'm too old, I think. <laughs> you know, I said the same thing. I was like, I'm not doing TikTok. And I'm not This is not like me, like, you know. I'm like, you know what, I, not another thing to distract me and get my wife mad at me and my kids to tell me to put my phone down, yada, yada. I started putting videos on TikTok, like randomly putting heckler videos or whatever. They're getting hundreds and thousands of views. Like I put a video up three days ago of like a 10-year-old video of kamikaze comedy. It was like Theo Vaughn doing comedy that I like produced back in the day. It literally got a million views in three wow. days. Wow. All right. So, so how, how do people find you on there then? <laughs> Go to Real Adam Hunter on TikTok. Real Adam I'm Hunter. I'm saying that for you. Like, like, like if you have old footage that you want people to see, it's a whole new audience. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe that'll inspire me to get on there. I've I've looked at it and said, man, that's a, we got teenagers doing that stuff. I don't know what's going on there. I got enough to deal yeah, with. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know a lot of, most of my followers are like are like dads of of teenage girls that are just spying <laughs> on their kids. <laughs> hey, two things I want to hit you with before I let you go. Uh, give, give me your 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 honest take on what we saw with with uh, Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier. I mean, what a two guy. I I really like Conor. I know a lot of people you either love him or you hate him. I I find him entertaining. I think he's very smart in the way he markets. And man, that first round, he it looked like he was on his way to another knockout. And then Dustin is as nice as it, it gets, uh, classy as it gets, and a hell of a fighter. And man, weathered the storm and beat the hell out of the leg with the leg kicks and comes up with a knockout. What? What was your expectation going into that fight? Were you surprised at all by the result? What'd you think? Yeah, I was surprised to be honest. I thought that uh, I think that when Dustin was like talking smack in the first round, I feel like he was talking to himself almost. I think that the first time Connor hit him, you know, people don't realize how powerful Connor is, how hard he can hit, and I think a lot of people aren't ready for it. Now you know how hard the guy can hit. You can kind of roll the punch. It's not as like it's not as overwhelming. I think Dustin was like, just get out of the first round. It's a different fight. That seems to be the way to beat Connor is just to get out of the first round. I mean, he's almost. Ne- I mean, his losses are usually to guys, you know, to Nate Diaz after the first, um, to Khabib after the first, not to Poirier after the first, to um, to Mayweather after the first, where a guy where he kind of loses confidence, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I, I just can't knock this guy out in the first round. So, I think that also. I think that uh, yeah. So that being said. I think Connor's kind of a bully in that guard, like an old Vitor Belfort, where if he can't get you out right away, he kind of falls apart a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, mentally, he kind of breaks. I think that's kind of what happened, as well as Dustin mentally, you know, was like, wow, I could, 
I deserve to be in here, and I can beat this guy. I think that also uh, Connor doesn't have those guys around him to tell him what he's doing wrong. He kept dropping his left hand. I mean, yep. it was right there every time. Yep. Kept dro- I, I remember saying to Forrest, I'm like, he keeps getting hit with that, with that right hand from Dustin. He, it just keeps landing. Like, why, why is his hand not up? So either he was dropping it in practice or, I mean, if I'm seeing it, his coach has to be like, keep your left hand up because that's, it was hitting him every single time. Um, and, and he, and he didn't, didn't happen. And he wasn't checking any of the leg kicks. I mean, and he talked about it very yeah. early. I mean, it may, the damage may have been done with the first or second one, but even after that, he wasn't checking yeah. the leg kicks. So, yeah, that was, a, that was an interesting fight. Let, let me ask you about one more, and this is one that I, I assume provides a ton of material. In fact, I know it does because I've read some of your jokes. But just, just outside of the comedy aspect of this fight, do you, do you feel like when you see Jake Paul – and in, 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 in being promoted and given the, the, the spotlight, so to speak, and he's going to fight Ben Askren, and you've you got Floyd Mayweather saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have an exhibition with one of the Paul brothers. I, I just, as a fight fan, I look at that from the comedy aspect, it's gold. But as a fight fan, I'm looking at that going, what? come on, man. What, what, what are we doing here? What, do, do you, I, I do don't you... even like it as a comedy aspect, to be honest. It's like, it's like I like roasting guys that are real fighters, you know, but roasting this kind of guy, it's, like not, it's almost like not – it's not that fun, you know. It's like I don't respect the guy enough to even <laughs> to roast him in some ways, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you got to respect what they did on YouTube because there's a jillion people on YouTube, and these guys are the best at it. So that's it's like hands off to that because hats off to that because it's and hands off because it's like wow, it's like wow, you guys are great at YouTube, you know. And fighting the kids decent, he's got decent. He, the kids are athletes. They're wrestlers from ohio logan place in the state of ohio that's hard to do uh jake also was a good high school wrestler um i don't like this fight for ben Askren at all because Askren coming off two hip surgeries he's 12 years older and i don't see what he has to gain if he wins he beats up a youtuber you know and if he loses it's like another you know i remember ben Askren as the olympian i remember him as a two-time national champion the bellator champion the one c champion i i still look at ben Askren as I wouldn't say it's a fluke what happened to Masvidal, but I still think if he fights Masvidal, he beats Masvidal seven out of ten times. I, I honestly think that, you know. Mm-hmm. So for him to do this, it's like, what do you have to prove? Now, people are saying, well, he's making all kinds of money. He says he's getting paid more than he did for any UFC fight. Great, but Ben Askren isn't like taking private jets or owning private. He lives in <laughs> Wisconsin. Yeah. He made a ton of money in 1FC, a ton of money in wrestling, a ton of money in – in the UFC, he owns like Bitcoin. He's ma- I know he's making money on Rockfin. He's got so many tokens. I mean, he's got lots of money. He doesn't spend that much. He owns houses. What does he have to really? I, I could see if the guy was in dire straits and needed the money. You could say, okay, but since he gets paid a million dollars, like a million dollars to to get knocked out by a kid that he would destroy. I I, I don't see. The, I mean, maybe he's just the kind of guy that just loves challenges. And, you know, so if he, he looks at it as a challenge and this is what he lives for and that's why he's got to do it, and you know, so that he's looking at it, everything as a new challenge. But I, I, don't, I honestly don't like it. There's sometimes you have to say no to people. And if, I, if I'm cornering Ben Askren, if I'm his coach and saying, listen, man, like, what, what, are, we, what are we doing this for? I mean, the fact yeah. is you've got you to you spar 100 rounds for this fight. Do you want to take a damage sparring in boxing? Like, what happens if we get knocked out by this guy? 
Like what's what's the what's the upside here? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I feel exactly the same way. Uh, hey, last thing before I let you go, give me give me uh, or give the listeners that haven't had a chance to tune into your latest special, which is on UFC Fight Pass, just a little brief synopsis. So what what you hit on that? How they how they can see it? All of that good stuff. Yeah, that was crazy. That was just me. You know, I've been working for the UFC for a long time with them on different different things. And Dana White called me up on his birthday. I, He's like, we're doing your special. I couldn't believe it. They flew me out to Vegas. Uh, it was a different kind of special because, you know, there's only a third of the crowd filled because of COVID and everyone had masks on. Um, and then Mike Perry's in the front row. He's not the guy you want in the front yeah. row with his pregnant <laughs> girlfriend. But I was like, and then they have to, and it, like, there was like, and then Brandon Moreno and 15 people were there who didn't speak English, I don't think. And I'm like, Dana, why don't you get deaf people? That like, I said that from the stage. But it turned out to be great. I'm getting lots of feedback. It's on UFC Fight Pass. It's the first special UFC ever produced. Um, already, I'm already working on the next one. Um, and I'm just super blessed and uh, excited. And it was like one of the coolest things ever. And to get to be, have like a, because I have, you know, I got like hours of material about the UFC and fighters in particular, but I can't do that most places because if I mention, you know, if, if I mention, oh, you know, Chris Weidman, Bob, they're going to be who? Yeah. Who's Chris Weidman? You yeah. know, and I have to explain to everybody who Chris Weidman is before I tell the joke. And now we're two minutes in before you laugh. It's more like a TED talk than a joke. <laughs> so it's nice to actually have a spot where if I say Chris Weidman, people know exactly what I'm talking about. Fantastic. UFC Fight Pass is where you can find it. It's great stuff. I saw it. I loved it. Adam Hunter is one of the best out there. You can follow him on Twitter at Adam Comedian or at MMA Roasted. Adam, thanks so much, man. I, lo- I love talking to you. Thank, I, thank, I, you. thank you more, man. Appreciate you, and, and I hope we get a chance to talk soon. Anytime. Take care, brother.